here and beyond. Get ready for raising the cane. Be warned. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Be warned. Spoiler alert. Hello there. This is Raisin the King. Yay. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another exciting episode. Today, unfortunately, we don't have Maurice. He's out there doing his political stuff, you know, having doing research, fun. having fun. He's a yeah. history buff, so he's reading a lot of books in the library. And kids, watch. Go to the library. Read those books. Anyway, today is a Disney day. We have yes. one topic, don't we, Sandra? Oh, yes. Yes, we do. And today is Jungle Cruise. Family That's time. Family time. That's right. Raising the Cane is going to talk about the Jungle Cruise today. Mm -hmm. Now... You know, I was thinking about this movie when we saw it, and it made me go back into my childhood. And any of you out there remember the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland? Well, you oh, should. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, the film was made out of that. That inspired the film, the Jungle Cruise ride at Disneyland in Anaheim, California. Mm -hmm. And so I remember as a kid going on that ride. That was one of my favorite rides. It, it made me feel like a, a, an explorer. Yeah, like really? going through the jungle and... Yeah, and the snakes and alligators yeah. and stuff. And it was a soothing ride. It's one of the few rides where you could just kick back and relax and it's all nice with the trees and the, mm -hmm. uh, the atmosphere, the environment. And uh, it was peaceful, unlike the movie. Spoiler alert. Hope you read the banner. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Turn it off now if you don't yeah. want to hear about this. I know the movie it's just came out though. a while ago, but it's, it's good a good movie. But we're going to talk about it. Yeah. But spoiler alert, warning you, it stars. Who, does, who stars in it? Well, you know Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yes. He stars as Frank in the movie. His character, he's it's a quirky character. Let me tell you, his character uh, is, I would say, he's sort of like a scam artist initially. You know, he sells tickets to on his boat, his river boat, and he kind of fakes things to make it more dangerous than it is so people will be so excited. Money. <laughs> so one can argue if he's just a, a capitalist, big C, or a con artist, small C. It seems like he's a balance of both in or a way. Or just making a living. Or he's just making a living at the time. Yeah. And so, but anyway, he's, he's, he is who he is. He's a loner. And uh, he meets uh, Emily Blunt's character, mm -hmm. Lily Uton, and her brother, McGregor Uton, who obviously come from deep pockets. I'm talking De Niro, money, mucho, De Niro. <laughs> and so uh, she plays a scientist. And, I, you know, and he just plays her brother that is, uh, 
you know, he has his own quirkiness and, and idiosyncrasies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but funny. But there's clearly a bumping of the heads between uh, Emily Blunt's character, Lily, and uh, Mr. Johnson, is Frank's character. So they uh, have this conflict uh, throughout the film, which plays off as a, a, a strong, uh, well, we can call it a B story, uh, almost like a romantic thing going on, a tension throughout the movie. Would you almost say so? Almost at the end, yeah. Toward the yeah, end, yeah. And you can kind of tell that that's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, so, and, so anyway, uh, the film is based on the Disneyland theme park ride. And what's the point? The plot is very focused. The plot is they need to get to the tree of life. Now, Lily does her best to convince Frank that the tree of life exists where, and she has a noble, her and her brother have noble intentions to save she humanity. humanity. To save yeah. people. So they'll never get sick, right? They'll never get sick, never die. So if someone approaches yeah, you say, hey, there's a tree of life, heal and heal, and heal people. Right. And so, very noble. Mm -hmm. And so, Frank isn't having it whatsoever. He's like, I don't think so. You're, yeah, that's foolish. There's no tree of life. So he's the reluctant hero. Mm -hmm. Almost like an anti-hero at first. Then, as the movie goes on, mm -hmm. obviously, they, the mission is to, uh, because they are well healed, uh, he gets his money. He demands money. He's a profiteer, capitalist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you be the judge if it's positive or negative. any rate, We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the baddies. And there's three levels of baddies in this film. Oh, now, yeah. there's Nilo, played by Paul Giamatti, who is the, is the baron, the, the riverboat baron. He has all these boats that he mm -hmm. rents out to passengers. And so, uh, apparently, Frank is indebted to him, owes him a lot of money, where uh, you, there's another level of conflict there. Now, uh, you know, one could argue, is Nilo evil? Is he bad? I mean... He's a capitalist. He, yeah, is Look. To me, that's what he is. He lends money. He has a business to operate. And Frank owes him money. So, you know, we get that. And Frank is a shyster. Frank is ditching and dodging and trying not to pay him. So we kind of understand. That would frustrate you, too, if you lent... Have you ever lent money out and somebody didn't pay you back? So, but I think he wanted to dominate too. The, the well, yeah, he was. He got, is, yeah, he wanted uh, Frank out of business. Mm -hmm. So, so he was. He he is a low level baddie, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Low level. But what about the big baddie in the room? Uh, Jesse Plemons plays Prince Joaquin. Oh yeah. And this guy is absolute evil. We're talking. Uh, this is Nazi stuff going on. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. This is Nazi <laughs> stuff. Okay, this guy is just evil. Uh, I, I won't tell you the body count because of this guy, you know, but you don't want to get in this guy's way. He's super uber wealthy with authority, power, mm -hmm. backed by some military government. And so, you know, people are dropping like flies around this guy. And, if, and even the people that work for him, if you don't say what he wants to hear, you're going to have a problem. Oh, yeah, he's violent. So he's very violent. You know, mm -hmm. you remember another film, DC, with the Joker. Man, you don't want to work for him and mess up. <laughs> and even if you do what he says, he's going to get you, cut you. So these are real bad people. So it drives the story that guess what? Mm -hmm. Prince Joaquin wants. 
he wants the tree of life too. And see, he did his own homework like Lily did uh, and knew he just knows it exists. He's driven, mm -hmm. absolutely driven to get there uh, before anyone else. And then the dynamics change where he knows he's not going to get there first. So, uh -huh. you know, so he's, he's, he's getting there as soon as he can. And so now there's some mystical stuff going on. Very mystical stuff. Now, let's talk about Edgar Ramirez, Venezuelan. Uh, he plays his character, Aguirre, very Aguirre, well. Uh -huh. And so he initially seems like a good guy. He, he gets uh, ill, and the natives... Uh, but, but, go his, ahead. But, but his motive was uh, the daughter, back in the, the time, uh, the daughter got ill. And he wanted to uh, heal her. And apparently they have tried everything, all the doctors, and, and the daughter was ill. So he found out about this plan that will heal, and he decides to go on a journey uh, to find the uh, yeah. uh, that flower of life. And that's how it starts. So it was noble. He started with a noble idea, with the love, her, I mean, his love, the daughter. And but it turned out to be that uh, he got really crazy. I don't know what happened, but when he went down into the jungle, and he did um, apparently he got um, injured. Right. So the natives who have this secret and the knowledge of the water and the and the flower uh, saved him and brought him back to life. So while being in there. Obviously, he took advantage. He wanted the flower of, uh, you know, the flower of uh, of life, and the natives didn't want to give it to him. Yeah, they sensed that he wasn't good, pure of heart. Mm -hmm. And the chief said, "No, I'm not giving it to you. You're not, yeah. you know." Uh, he, they he, see. They, yeah, they, they see, see your heart. I mean, they see his heart, and yeah. it had to just stop that the daughter. I want to heal my daughter, or a girl, or somebody. But he wanted to take it and use it to his advantage. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, what they were, they were conquistadors, okay? And so, uh, and a spoiler alert, and so let's say mm -hmm. uh, now you have three different factions looking for this tree. Mm -hmm. You have Gary and his men, the conquistadors. You have Frank and Lily and her brother, played by Jack Whitehall, by the way. And then you have uh, Jesse Plemons, uh, Prince Joachim, and his level looking for the Tree of Life. So you have three different factions who have motives to get there first. And, uh, and we but can tell, all, yeah. tell them about the twist that, uh, you know, the natives. So when, when Aguirre uh, didn't get his way, right. he started killing the, the natives. natives. He, he was slaughtering them. And, and so, the chief. Before he died. Uh-huh. He cursed them. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So there's mystical stuff here, folks. Yes, spiritual yes, stuff. Yes, Don't know where yes. you stand on spiritual, mystical stuff. But I would see this movie, too. It's just entertaining. Plus, it right. has some some fundamental uh, systems of belief going on. And so he's Gary's character is cursed, him and his men. They're trapped in his island thing. They're trapped never to go they on cannot, shore. Yes. They cannot leave. The, it pulls them back to the trees. They're mm -hmm. literally stuck on the trees for centuries. 
Spoiler mm -hmm. alert. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, wow, this now they will stay in the close to the water, they, right? Yeah, that's that's the uh, yeah. They need to be close to the river. They cannot go deep in the. They can't. Yeah, they they in so, the jungle so they, because that's where the flower of life. So they basically. can't. They cannot escape. So so the dynamics play out, and uh, you know there's a lot of fighting going on and killing extra uh, things going on. And 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 comedic elements throughout the film between oh, yeah. Dwayne Johnson and Lily and her brother McGregor, a lot of uh, funny things and tensions going on mm -hmm. at various levels. I, I I say it's it's somewhat of a complex movie when you really keep your mind open to what the movie has to offer. I know I was going to say before there was mixed reviews I was reading that uh, critics uh, some panned it, saying there was too much emphasis on CGI and I know they said that uh, about the original mm -hmm. Hulk many years ago that, uh, that Marvel was using too much uh, CGI and so you know I, I understand but think about it it's essentially it's an action-adventure movie mm -hmm. remember Indiana Jones do you th that you know it's a made-up believe movie just like the Star Trek series so yeah. you folks that have a problem with CGI I don't I don't get it why you go to these movies because they mm -hmm. cannot replicate all these things. For example, mm -hmm. if you want to relic, replicate a dinosaur, you have to make it up in graphics. <laughs> Do you believe yeah. there's a dinosaur walking around where you could tame and and, <laughs> and, 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 and and act in a movie? So just like a dog or a puppy? Mm -hmm. um, so I don't get you folks that have a problem with the use of technology. And Avatar yeah. is going to be coming up, so you're really going to have a problem with that. Yeah, there are no Navi people. There's no yeah, yeah. That's coming make believe too. <laughs> Navi people. These people are 12, 15 feet tall that are blue, with pointy ears. I mean, please don't see that if you have a problem with too much CGI. Just don't see it. You already know it's going to be CGI. Right. Save your money, folks. If you don't want to see, you wouldn't see the Avengers either. Then, mm -hmm. do you think there's someone flying around like Iron Man? So you know <laughs> Thor. Right, you get it. So, being tough on some of y'all because these the critics. When I hear this stuff, you have everyone has a right to opinion. That's why we exist. Raising the cane opinion yeah. with attitude. So, like us or don't. Nobody, no cold, no in the middle. Like don't. But you know, but I do want to say some of the history of this film. It was originally going to uh, be made in around two thousand four. Mm -hmm. And so I uh, think Tim Allen and uh, Tom Hanks, uh, either or, I don't know the background wow. behind that, but they had some interest, uh, uh, allegedly. <laughs> and so um, then it dropped off the planet, this movie. Still a ride at Disneyland, very popular, and with families and the kids, the kiddies. And then in 2015, they contract out uh, Dwayne Johnson and then... Uh, uh, selected the crew through 2018 and filmed it wow. that year and then because of the pandemic it was uh, put on the shelf even uh, longer mm -hmm. it was delayed so you know so this movie was long time coming and uh, you know it had some flaws I mean it wasn't a perfect movie and I'm already predisposed to Disney I'm a <laughs> Disney guy and so yeah. I love Disney. Oh, me too. You know, I don't necessarily like the Disney price, ticket price, but all the time. <laughs> but, you know, they, they need to make money, too. I'm promoting you, Disney. You need to make money, too. So overall, 
you know, uh, it's fine. You know, it's you have to do what you have to do and, and love the Marvel Universe, too. And so, uh, and, you know, I do want to say that it reminded me, growing up, we learned about Juan Ponce de Leon. He was a, a Spaniard, uh, represented the, the crown, and, uh, and the mythical search for, <laughs> someone call it mythical, it may be real, is debatable, where he was the first European explorer to Florida in search of the uh, Fountain of Youth. So the, the film draws some similarities uh, mm. with the search for the Fountain of Youth. And, and, That's interesting. And the mythology says that if you bathe or drink from the Fountain of Youth, that your youth will be restored and you'll be immortal at that point. Man. So not, not only will you be healed or whatever, you'll be restored to, to your youth <laughs> and and live forever. Who wants to live forever? <laughs> Only if you have money, folks. We're going to talk about budgeting and, <laughs> and having money. You have to have money. If you're going to live four or five hundred years, you better have some money. Okay, can you imagine four or five hundred years and you're broke? Okay, that would be, that'd, that'd be hell. Okay, prison sentence, worse than a prison sentence. These prisoners die. You won't die. You'll be prosperous or broke. So that's another series. Just giving you a heads up. It's coming. Budgeting, saving your money, investing. We're going to be talking about that in Raising the Cane. Yeah. Okay. And so anything else? Uh, I, I think for me, it was really, um, it, it, it's a good family film to take your grandmothers, your grandparents, your kids. Um, the other thing that I really love about the film is that you got to remember that there's a lot of uh, medicines out there that are natural and that brought to light you know the the, the way that uh, we have many things available for us for our health and um, we choose sometimes the easy way, the bad habits of eating and uh, the other ways of healing when in fact we have everything that earth provided to us. And we need to be in uh, harmony with earth, with our bodies and be in balance. And I think that that was one of the things that I like about it too because there's a lot of, uh, you know, medicines out there uh, where I come from, there's a lot of trees that are uh, good for people that have anemia, that, uh, you know, cancer. It's just that you have to be aware of what is out there. And uh, the killing of the natives is something that it had happened in our history. Everything that it's unknown to us, we destroy, unfortunately. And I think that that's one of the things that it brought back to me in this in these movies that um, human beings tend to kill whatever that they don't know, and they're af because they're afraid. So uh, that was that was uh, one of the. Well, no, that's a good perspective in real life. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I encourage you to see this film, uh, and if not. Uh, you know what it's about now. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> and so, no apologies either. Say it's spoiler alert. But it's what, fun. It, it's go a fun and watch movie. It. We're going to go see it again. It was a good film. Yes. And so, hats off to the cast and producers, directors, and all the yes. crew that made the film. 
think it was uh, made in Atlanta, Georgia, and Hawaii, I believe. Wow. I heard. So I wouldn't have known that. I was thinking something else. Hawaii? Well, Hawaii has rainforests and, and that uh, jungle atmosphere, definitely. Yeah. Been there. I love it. haven't been to Atlanta, Georgia, so I don't know what part I mean. was filmed in Atlanta, Georgia, but I'm sure the Georgians are glad they brought that uh, revenue to their great state. Yes. And so anyway, it's been a pleasure absolutely raising the cane. <laughs> and stay tuned. Stay tuned for other podcasts like and us. videos.